Hello, Bachelor Nation, and welcome to another episode of Not the Right Reasons, a podcast where a husband and wife um, like to discuss who is not on the Bachelor or Bachelorette for the right reasons. And this week was week three. Um, before I forget, this is your boy, Danny. And this is Brittany. So let's talk week three. Um, I feel that this week, the the episode and just the dates and everything was a little more exciting than last week. Uh, would you agree or disagree with that? Definitely more exciting. This episode had everything. Everything I want to see. It had the love. It had the tears. It was great. Oh, wow. The love and the tears. Okay. Well, let's jump in. Um, this week, we start off with uh, something quite juicy, which is Katie going on a one-on-one. Um, which, by the way, I just want to say it was not the best scenario or setting for a date. Give me your thoughts on this museum date. Definitely not what I would be going on The Bachelor for. I like the helicopter rides. I like the shopping dates. I like the, even the skydiving I'm about more. Yeah. A museum setting is not quite the most romantic thing. Even if you are into museums, can I just say that? Like. <laughs> Uh, it just doesn't seem to strike me as anything crazy. But after they did all the things and they did little cute things, you know, your date things, we get to a point where Zach asks Katie to stay with him for the night. Yes. I'm not about that. As a girl, you cannot ask me to stay the night like that on national TV on our first date. As a girl, if you are on a date with me, it's our first date. And you say, hey, you want to stay the night with me? And we're on TV. My mom's watching. My dad's watching. We're going to be in a tent together and people are going to start rumors or who knows if they're rumors or not. No, I'm not about it. But then she's put on the spot and she has to say yes. She can't turn him down if she wants the rose. So that was an awkward position if I were Katie. I agree. I think it, it's an awkward position, but I also think she wanted to stay. I don't think she would have said no. You don't think she was self-conscious at all? She was like, yes. I was the first one of all the girls to get to stay overnight with Zach. I don't know if that particular thought of like, yes, I was the first one to get an overnight, but just, I think in general, their connection seems genuine. And so she's, she seemed like she was excited to get to spend all that time with him. Again, I don't know, you know, how you feel about uh, how she felt specifically about saying overnight, but it didn't seem like she was hesitant. I agree. I'm trying to say. She did not seem like she had any concerns at all and she was the one that pulled their cots together inside the tent which so maybe she was wanting even more intimacy there yikes exactly that's what <laughs> i'm saying like you know someone was in control of the situation it looked like and she went with it i guess they chose the right person for that date right yes i think she was the right person again because you know from the beginning i thought they've had a, a very fast and strong connection and so I'm sort of not surprised. Now, what I will say is I'm surprised and I've mentioned this before because, you know, we've talked a lot of things happen at an accelerated pace in this particular season. So it is surprising that this happened on week three. I think mm -hmm. other people have looked into this and, you know, extracurricular overnight dates or stays have not happened until way later in the season. Agreed. I can't think of anyone who's gotten to stay overnight this early on the show. It's a little much if you ask me. I completely agree. And the hard thing, and again, feeling bad for Katie, maybe she's fine with it. But the other thing that I felt bad about is Christina was able to hide that she met the family until Zach blew up her spot. 
But Katie, the girls see that she's not coming home. They see her coming the next day with pajamas on. So they know she can't say like, oh, nothing happened. It was obvious that they spent the night together. A super walk of shame. <laughs> yeah. And Gabby said, you got a fantasy suite early. And it's true. She basically did. I just want to I just want to say, team, I don't think that's actually a walk of shame. Hey, you do you. If you're out there, you know, stay the night over with someone. That is not a walk of shame. You feel good about your decisions unless you <laughs> are not fine with that decision. In any case, yes, things got awkward. Um, you know, she comes home. The girls are there. So then we move on to a group date with seemingly everyone except for Allie and Katie. Well, yes, Katie is recovering from her overnight date and being so tired. But Allie, <laughs> Allie is a surprising choice for the next one on one date. To me, anyway, because I don't think we've seen much of her. I have not seen much of a connection, if you will, from what we've seen on screen. So I was a little surprised by that choice. How do you feel about that? I was also surprised in that we haven't seen a lot of her connection with him. And maybe they're looking for people who he really isn't sure about his connection so that they can go on the one-on-one and decide if they need to go home or move on. But I liked Ali. I was happy about it. She was one of the people that gave me a good first impression from the list of contestants. Okay. All right, but before we get to her one-on-one, the group date. Um, you Your know, favorite. Uh, my favorite, a football group date. I just want to say this. ABC really needs to think about the the liability that it, it takes on when it puts a bunch of, it doesn't matter if it's men or women, but just a bunch of people throwing their bodies around in a competition for you know, time with the lead. Especially when it's a competition like this, they get so into it. They don't know the rules. They're just tackling people. Yeah. Christina was out there just, she. I think she said something like, I've never played football, but I yeah. was just like, they're tackling people. And I was like, that's a recipe for disaster. It is, but it's Bachelor Bowl, Bachelor Bowl 5. It's a tradition now. Not the best traditions, um, but a tradition nonetheless. And so we got a bunch of girls tackling each other. Um, from the looks of it, I saw Christina being the MVP because she was, again, all over the place, really got into it. But she was on the on the cusp of getting too into it, if you know what I mean. Agreed. We had the Shell Crushers and the Balzacs. What do you think of those names? Uh, you know, they're in the sphere of corny. But also, <laughs> that is the sphere in which The Bachelor operates, I feel like. So I'm not surprised that they got those names. I wonder where they came up with those names, though. Um, but after the games and everything that was happening, something that I noticed is just Zach has really been on a kissing spree. It's just like it's almost like if you sit down on one on one time with him, you're making out. And so to me, it's it seems like it's more indicative of your state of your relationship if you're not kissing him. Because he's been kissing everyone. What do you think about that? I agree. I think that every episode, every season of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette seems to get more and more about kissing earlier on. And so I think that it's legitimate that that's why girls were freaking out. Even the first night if they hadn't kissed him yet. Because I think people are starting to see that trend. And again, I don't know if that goes into the trend with everything being accelerated in this season. But things are just happening a lot earlier from meeting families to overnights to kissing seemingly every contestant and and even 
I guess if if you're not getting a kiss, it seems like something is your relationship is not taking off. Completely agree. So then we go into after they get cleaned up, the winning team gets some more time with Zach. And that's where we get the beginning of the drama here. Bailey just walks into a trap that she set for herself. Yeah. And, you know, it, it definitely she didn't help herself. But I wonder if the the, the downward spirals th- that have been going on this season, again, have also started so early where there isn't even time to try to get themselves out of it. It just seems like they immediately are like, oh, my gosh, we don't have a connection. It's over. I must I must get out of here. There isn't like what happens next week or let me try to recover and like salvages from the one on one time. Bailey went into a one on one time with him and was just like, I think there's nothing here. And I was like, what? If you wanted to. So personally, me, if I want something with that person, I would maybe acknowledge like, hey, I feel like we're not vibing. But I would try to then vibe. (laughs) Like I would try to do something to capture that vibe again instead of it's just like, so I think I'm going to go home. These girls are going in, and by these girls, I mean Bailey and Brianna, who did this last week, are going in and saying, I need validation. I feel like we're not on the same page. And just hoping that there's enough relationship with him that he'll give them validation. But there isn't. We're way too early on. They need to build up that relationship still. So I agree. I don't even know if I would have even called out that it was awkward. If I were Bailey and I knew that it wasn't good and I wanted to still be there, then I would have gone in and just tried to find a common connection or tell him something personal about myself because we see that always launches people ahead too. So for her to go in and point out an awkward situation, he was relieved when that conversation got interrupted and he didn't actually have to break up with her in that moment. Well, I mean, she went back to, to try to have she did go back. another conversation that also didn't start She did. She tried to well. cover her tracks. Um, nevertheless, that was a bad preseason prediction team. We thought she was going to go far. I, I at least uh, had her going far. Is there potential there for her to be the next Bachelorette? I don't know. I don't think we saw enough of her to 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 get that. No, I don't think so either. We might have seen enough for her to be in Paradise. I think people would enjoy that. Yes, she's attractive enough to go to Paradise. So for sure, we'll be seeing her in Paradise. I also think Zach uh, did did a gentlemanly thing in the way that he sent her home. I think he has been consistent in being a gentleman when uh, sending women home, whether it's through the rose ceremony or in these one-off sort of self-sending home. Then, after this awkwardness, then we get to what you were talking about, Brittany, the juiciness of it all, when mm-hmm. the group... Rose group date Rose is given out. Talk us through that. Yes, the villain emerges. The villain emerges as Zach chooses to give his group date Rose to charity. And Christina says, Well, I'm confused because I should have gotten that Rose. Yikes. Probably not the best thing to say when someone else gets a Rose, huh? Definitely not the best thing to say. The girls were already upset with her because she was talking all the time about her one-on-one, how she got to meet his family, and how her one-on-one was so great, and everything was about her. And Brooklyn called her out for that. And then she still made the group date, Rose, about her. She just said exactly what she was thinking. This is not a behind-the-scenes shot here. This is in front of everyone. She just doesn't care if she's hurting feelings at this point. Yeah, that was wild. It wasn't in a confessional where she was like, I don't understand why someone else got the group. She just said it in front of everyone. Which 
it's pretty wild and pretty antagonistic. I, I can't remember there are too many instances in which people have just said something bluntly in front of all the other contestants. And so definitely she starts getting a villain edit. Um, you kind of saw that in how many times they showed her talking about, well, in my one-on-one time or in my one-on-one date with Zach and da 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 And so it definitely started to be a turning point. Um, and there were, there were consequences for that, which we'll talk about later. Um, we have a second, yeah, we have a second one-on-one date and it starts off, it, they sort of throw a curveball because um, Allie gets sent a white gown, which is very much in line with that tried and true fake wedding type <laughs> date where you have your little photo shoot and pretend and da da da. Um, but instead, <laughs> she gets dressed in the gown and they go to, is it was it a helicopter or a plane? They go to a plane to go skydiving. But then... I didn't even notice this until later photos that she has to change from the dress into a wedding like jumper and she doesn't even go skydiving in an actual dress. I thought she she was putting on the thing. I thought they showed her putting the whatever contraption you need to to jump over the dress. That might have just I been so a, too. Yeah, it might have just been an edit to I don't know what. Um and then she might have had to change because it's like oh it's not working but it's silly that's the point it's silly like why would you put why would you get that wedding gown to then go jump off a plane it makes no sense i think they were just trying to throw her off and i don't know it is it makes me wonder a little bit if they did something before they went skydiving because he was standing in front of that altar before but it definitely didn't show it if they did so if all they did was skydiving then why why have the dress? I completely agree. There's no point. It doesn't make sense to have to dress up like you're getting married and then just go jump out of a plane. Bad edits strike again. <laughs> um, but then they go have dinner and the conversation to me was interesting for a couple of reasons. One, <laughs> it didn't start off very well or didn't go very well for when Ali started talking about herself. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> secondly, because it was the second time that safety in a relationship was brought up. Uh, Katie mentioned that in her one-on-one that she was looking for someone to be safe around. Um, I think because she had been cheated on in a long-term relationship. And then Allie was just talking about wanting safety because of how she is. And I don't know. But then she goes into this whole thing. I'm a type A personality that needs to, I don't know. I, I don't remember everything she said, but it was not good. She completely self-sabotaged, I thought, here. I mean, she ends up still getting the rose, so go her. But I could not believe when she he's giving her compliments, saying that she's independent or something like that, giving her compliments about how she's handling situations. And she says that she's fooling him and she fools a lot of people because she looks like she's got it all together, but really she's controlling. She's type A. She's trying to find a relationship where she can put herself first and then care for the other person. And the But the way that she said it to say, well, I'm fooling you and I'm fooling a lot of people was it just came out so badly, in my opinion. Yeah, not the best rollout for, I think where she ended in terms of why she started to talk about that mm-hmm. is fair. You know, you, you how people perceive you, all those things. But just the way that she started off talking about it to get to that 
I was like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you could see it on Zach's face that it threw him off too. He was unsure for a second. He's like, what do you mean you're fooling me? Instead of saying, thank you, I appreciate that because this is something I struggle with actually. <laughs> yeah, that's two dates now that he's been able to um, conceal a poker face and it's just completely shown his emotions <laughs> when when he's been told something that he wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. which is pretty funny. It is. Okay, then um, we don't have a cocktail party because... We have a pool party! And in true um, Bachelor form, Jesse comes out of nowhere and he tells the girls like, well, Zach has decided he doesn't need a cocktail party because... We're having a pool party. And then uh, all the girls run off and it's just a way to get people in bikinis, which, you know, who complains about that? But... It seemed like things were going pretty well at the pool party. Everyone was having fun until until Brianna decides to go talk to Zach. And what did Brianna say? So Brianna goes over, pulls Zach, says, you know, kind of does what Bailey did is I'm feeling like there's not we're not vibing here. We don't we're not on the same page. But unlike Bailey, who then tried to turn it around and tried to save herself still to stay there, she actually says, I'm leaving. I'm planning to leave. And in her leaving, before she leaves, she drops a bomb on him, on the whole house, that Christina is not there for the right reasons. Our first one. The Our first, first one, one that's not there for the right reasons. Which, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily true, that she was not there for the right reasons. But you can tell that she was not doing nice things or that she was being a little toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brianna doesn't say that she's not there for the right reasons, but she does talk about how she's treating the other girls in the house. And she brings up the example of the group date Rose. And she's already brought up the example before of how she felt like she was slighted and is saying that she is hurting the environment in the house, which then Zach has no patience for. Uh, which is also, again, pretty interesting because he just like marches straight to Christina and is like, hey, mm-hmm. and and says what he says. You know, and typically... I guess there was no cocktail party, so this was the time to address it. Um, but Christina has a grade A meltdown. Like, she loses it. And I also thought that was a little bit more like, you know, try to explain things, uh, have a more measured response. If you're there to, like, have a relationship and salvage relationships, I feel like you could react a little bit better to try to, or, or could you have? Got, do you think she could have gotten out of that? Honestly, I don't think so. I think once this is put on you, the kind of the question is in the lead's head. I think she knows and most people know that it's very, very, very hard to come back, especially this early on on the season. If you've been with him for a while and he really likes you, then you kind of have already built up that trust and you can possibly win them back. But this early on, if someone says that, I've seen girls in this situation. I don't really see it as much with the guys, but maybe on The Bachelorette. But I've seen people in this situation that there's not really a win. You either do the Christina approach of crying and saying, no, it's not true. They're lying. And then the lead has to say, okay, why would they lie? Or you do the other side of kind of keeping it cool and trying to explain why they're not. And then it's like, well, if you really cared to be here, if they were lying, why wouldn't you cry? Why aren't you showing any emotion? You're being too stoic about it. Yeah. And I guess, you know, she was already well, not on. She wasn't on thin ice, but I would I would imagine she felt like she would have had the connection, even though it's early on, because she had had that one on one time. You know, we ha- we saw so much of her in terms of screen time and attention that he got from that she got from Zach. 
So, I, yeah, like you said, I think it was everyone just turns to the end result very quickly here. Like, Honestly, I think that that is why she went to the emotional route. I mean, probably she is sad because she said that she, if she did like him and she's probably sad because she sees that her journey is about to end here. But I think also that she's sad. She's showing her emotion and she keeps saying like, please don't do this. This isn't true because she's counting on her relationship being stronger than his relationship with Brianna, hoping that he will believe her and what she's saying over Brianna. And that didn't happen. But I think that it was a good idea from her to go for, go that route because i also would have thought that he might have believed christina yeah and so we have um all the suspense building up for the rose ceremony in which you know she is seen just hearing name after name being called out and ultimately she doesn't get a rose which i when i was watching it live was shocked <laughs> I'm actually surprised too, because he tells her when he's talking to her, when she's saying this and pleading her case, he says, I'm here to find my best friend. I, and now I have to deal with this. My time is so short here. Basically like you're wasting my time and I'm mad that I have to deal with this drama. Like, and I'm surprised that he didn't just send her home then if he was planning on sending her home, but apparently he wanted more time to think about it. So I was really unsure. I did not know if he was going to keep her or not. Yeah. Same. I think because of the way that he's shown, he makes decisions the fact mm-hmm. that he didn't send her home right away. And again, in my mind, you know, she's got all the screen time. She had the one-on-one date. She has a connection with him. The only thing that I think was not working in her favor was the fact that he was so unsure of continuing on with a relationship when she revealed that she has a daughter, that mm-hmm. this was probably like, okay, I'm already unsure about that. This is not worth it. I'm just, I can't continue forward. And so maybe he did take that time to think it through until the rose ceremony. Um, but yeah, I would have expected that just from the other ways in which he's done things that he would have just sent her home right there and then. Completely agree. I think between him having freaked out before that she has a daughter and that he's not ready to be a stepdad yet, then adding this drama on top of it and him really, really, really not wanting any drama this season, I think that was his decision made for him. And I'm actually kind of proud of him. I've been excited about how he's been making decisions very confidently, and I support them. The things that he's been doing, I think have been very good for a lead. I haven't seen the confusion and the back and forth and kind of the panic that a lot of leads have. 100%. I could not agree more. And again, I'm really surprised. I didn't have high expectations of Zach um, just from from his original journey in The Bachelorette. I wasn't impressed by him. Um, and I just have never had high expectations from male leads because they tend to make really bad decisions or just go with you know, who they are most attracted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet Zach has been pretty steady and decided. Um, and, and he hasn't made too many emotional decisions. I think the emotional decisions he's made have been good mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to bad ones. And so I have been impressed by that. I have. I'm excited to see what happens in upcoming episodes here one because we have some juicy juicy previews but also because there are some girls here who are making it through who i think have stronger relationships with him than we're getting to see yet so i'm hoping we get to see some of them more like we haven't seen greer at all she got the first impression rose and we haven't seen her so is their relationship going strong and we're just not seeing it are we going to see more of it and then there are some other people that are getting through like kylie davia that we really have only seen a little bit of and i want to see more of if their relationships are going to get stronger 
Hundred percent. And we um, had some technical difficulties, so we're recording this episode late after the the Bachelor episode aired. And so we have now seen a promo coming up for this week, in which a lot is happening, a lot is being said, and we're finally starting to hear rumblings, actual rumblings, not our own projections or predictions, <laughs> but actual rumblings of people being accused of being there not for the right reasons. What do we think about that? Besides it being perfect for us to discuss on this podcast, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised if people are going on there for not the right reasons. And I'm not surprised that people are bringing it up. I am surprised if people are actually talking about it out loud because you would think that they would have learned from Brendan on Bachelor in Paradise. Do not talk about social media. Do not talk about followers. Do not talk about anything like that. But it sounds like someone might have done it. So we'll see if that's the truth or if so- it's completely possible also that someone is making this up to sabotage someone. That is true. We don't actually hear anyone say anything about followers. But because when that is brought up, I immediately thought what you just said. I was like, man, didn't someone in Bachelor in Paradise go down hard because of this? Why would you even mm-hmm. skirt? around the issue like just don't bring it up um but yet somehow it's brought up it's it comes to light and then (laughs) zach even there's there's a clip of zach directly looking at someone and asking are you here for me so we'll see how that plays out yikes but we're headed to the bahamas next so i'm excited about that so the girls get out of the house they're going to the bahamas someone's not there for the right reasons we're gonna find out we're excited about it team Come back next week to hear all about who's not there for the right reasons. Maybe there's more. Um, We don't know, but we look forward to chatting with you all about it. Bye. 